throw away the stubbies. <laughs> From then on, it was, it was all on, all right. We sort of party pretty hard after that. Beer. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. Who was the famous birthday that you were looking up before? Uh, not necessarily famous, but uh, our man, DJ. Oh, Parramatta. Big supporter of the podcast, big supporter of Parramatta. Oh, he's actually featured twice on the Instagram social pages this week, the old DJ. What, what was he? He was the, in the vlog that we did for the Newcastle oh, yeah, Seaman, yeah, and there was you and him doing the gafferino. How good was his uh, line in that? If you don't score a try in this game, you can't. Yeah. Hey, Big effort, where's he from? Uh, he's originally from Bathurst, but he's got his old Fijian heritage. Yeah, yeah, but like, doesn't he live... Parks, oh it? no, he's uh, he was living in Griffith, but now he's down in Wollongong. Ah, oh, he's at the Gong. Yeah, because he's always making an effort to go to the games, and he wasn't even drinking or making an effort. And yeah, we, yeah. he'd turn up an hour before the game, and everyone would rock up five minutes before running out. Yeah, it's a no famous birthday. That's the most famous we oh, got. But um, nah, notable, probably worth mentioning on Saturday, fifteenth anniversary of Steve Irwin's death. Is it really fifteen years? Jesus. I saw this video of him um, the other day, like on Instagram, on IGTV, and he like goes for a surf in all his like reptile park gear. Oh, like his car key gear? Yeah, and he's just paddling around out there, gets on this ripper wave, can tread. No wonder Castile does it. And then um, and then he's just like hopping and bopping, paddling along, and then he just pulls a fucking sea snake out of the water. Hey, hey. And he just gets it on the board and he just says, Crikey, have a look at this little darling. He's talking about his own sea snake there. <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't think it'd be a little sea snake. I think it'd be a big sea snake, Campbell. Oh, and saying that, welcome back to the self-proclaimed best listen in the Hunter and along the coast. The podcast that makes your ears hurt and your faces cringe. Uh, yeah, a little short intro to start us off with. And joining me again, my co-host, he's a regular now, Campbell Scott. Campbell, what is new in the castle? Mate, uh, not much. Still in lockdown, but finding a way through it, mate. Yeah, we're doing this podcast with our mask on, so if you can't really understand us, um, that's just the way we speak, and the mask probably doesn't even really do it. Two negatives make it positive, if you ask me. Well, last time I was in science. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, so uh, day late recording this, so that'll be on my behalf. I'll, um, I'll take the blame. We actually, I actually cut a couple of messages, two off, two off randoms going, oh, I'm actually What's disappointed. Doing? And then Tim Chrissy. He was like, fuck, I set me alarm for this, you cunts. And I was just like, <laughs> mate, I said, you'd be surprised. There's some fucking dribblers out there that actually do set their alarm and listen to us week to week. But big thank you. We're getting over 100 listens per week now, which is great. So um, just keep it going and see where it takes us. We don't know what the future holds for us. We're in a couple of talks and that. But today, uh, I want to start off with a bit of feedback. Last week, Campbell, we did... Uh, like uh, the census of 2016, some stats on Newcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you, I you, failed miserably. You were ordinary, and um, we're gonna. Have, I'm gonna have to bring that back. I reckon that was a pretty good segment. I thought it was you, tough. It was better than your segment the week before. That um, what was that? No, that was your your choice. Was the walks? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the 
Would you rather one? That was a couple of oh, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. That was all right. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but um, mate, the fucking that rat's tail is even getting abs- That's yeah. Yeah, I actually uh, took the clippers to me head a couple no, of camera- weeks ago. Yeah, 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 noticed that. Um, <laughs> feedback from you. We, we we also did our four NRL wiggles. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a, had a lot of good feedback on that, and big uh, JAC Josh had a car reposted it. Eh? Yeah, I mean, we got over. It was like. 800 shares on their stories and we also had 8,000 like, reaches or something 1,200 likes and no it was like 16,000 reaches Holy so shit. yeah so it was like 94% of our fan base weren't follow or of the people that saw that post weren't even following us so, you love to see it um, but no thanks to everyone out there that uh, give it a share and a like um, yeah we'll just recap and I had Andrew Voss Blocker Roach Joel Kane and Josh Adokar and um Vossi and Joel Kane sent me a couple of laughing reactions to oh, it as well. So, um, we also had some positive reactions uh, from the Blocker Roach and um, obviously the staple Buzz Rothfield. Yeah, mate, they love it. They, they, they absolutely love it, eh? Because um, we've got that new profile picture of the card in between us. That's yeah, Slacky, yeah. Slacky. Shout out to our man, Slacky. Yeah, shout out. So he's actually making another one for us. He's doing like... In a, in a podcast studio and then I'm going to like um, oh, yeah, I'll edit it so we'll be able to like put our mouse moving up and down so yeah. now shout out to you Slacky and uh, yeah like I said follow us on Instagram that's what's new in the castle any more feedback for us mate? Yeah I've got quite a bit actually uh, one thing I personally noted was uh, on on the what's new in the castle Instagram profile obviously you do a lot of the content and I noticed a lot, a lot, or all of it. Yeah, of it. I think we needed to do it. I uh, noticed that you uh, refer to yourself in third person as Big Dan, but I'm not Big Cam. What's doing there? Well, I feel like, what do you like to be called, Cam or Campbell? Or do what you... about Big Cam? Uh, <laughs> mate, there can only be one big man on the top of his throne. I and... suppose when you're 19 stone, that comes with it. Yeah, well, you? that's exactly right. But um, if you want to be called Big Cam, I could call you Big Cam, but it just doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't have the same ring, mate. It's like Big Dan sounds good, and I do, I do refer to myself in third person. Then I switch mid post, so <laughs> people are probably getting a bit confused out there, and they probably think we're a bit illiterate. So um, yeah. Uh, Moving on, I had a couple of messages. It's great when people reach out. I really appreciate it. And if you do want to talk some gibberish and want to get it on the airwaves because you think it's funny or whatever, just reach out because we're all about that. But, message message Campbell. I don't want to hear from it. Campbell's more the but, one. That... Um, starting off on the top, just obviously a uh, couple of generic ones. Great podcast, boys. Keep up the good work. Um, the volume levels, they're getting much better. Oh, they're locking the volume up. up. Yeah, right yeah. Up. Next one. The singing, it's got to go. My singing? Both. Both, both yeah, of us. Yeah, I, I back that, mate. That's, uh, that's fair And the enough. next one, Campbell, you're an absolute flog, but I think that was just in my personals. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, you, you don't need to know. <laughs> and then the last one is uh, Campbell, you are the defibrillator for the heart attack on life support. That was Daniel Nielsen's podcast career. <laughs> and is that, that for Merlo? That may or may not have come from Matthew Kennedy. Oh, is that what he said? <laughs> is he listening? Is he a big listener now? Is he? He's a huge listener. Oh, Matty Kennedy. Um, well, later on, we're going to be talking about um, rugby league scandals, so maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, the, nah, dirty doesn't. I'll leave it as that. Oh. But uh, yeah, no, I had Merle's there. He's. Um, He's loving the podcast, Chris Merlo, but he... Yeah, I he, saw Merle's walking the other day through Mayfield with the headphones in, uh, and he was walking the dog, and I, I'm fairly sure he was. He had us on the air. Yeah, 100%. And he, had the big, he probably had the biggest smile on his face, too, Absolutely. while listening to us. But um, he sent me a message the other day 
say, he goes, your intro is absolutely disgraceful. He goes, do you want to take it to the next level in the podcast game? You need to up, go up, um, up your intro. So I've been, been speaking to Pump Rex, um, record company, and uh, DJ Fuels. He's um, hooking us up with a mad little intro for us. So Great stuff. shout out to you, DJ Fuel. And any more messages, mate? Um, no, I think I'm pretty happy to move on. Awesome. Well, um, to start us off with, like we do every week, uh, a little short little topic if you were a coffee, what what coffee would you be and why? And uh, did you want to kick us off? Yeah, I can actually. I've I've actually gone with uh, the iced coffee. Yep, iced coffee with the full shebang, mate. The ice cream, ice cubes, whipped cream, and the fancy little straw on top. Little bit of little bit of chocolate powder on top, just full on. And it, that's that's it, why, it's, mate. Because you're full on. Because I'm pretty full on. More than most people can handle, and too much of me is going to make you fucking cruel. And um, what, <laughs> and what Danica told me is because your heart's very ice cold too. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, shout out to you, Danica. All right, so you've gone the iced coffee. I've gone the long black. And Ooh. the reason why I'd be the long black is for the reasons why I shan't be saying it on the podcast. So, oh, moving please. on to the next topic. Please. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, good first topic there, Campbell. Um, I'm just going to make a quick phone call to our go-to journalist that we Ooh, like to get in yeah, contact nice. yeah, most weeks. Um, Great idea. Yeah, I think everyone would know who it is, so he probably doesn't need any introduction. Just wanted to give him a bit of a call of uh, last week in rugby league and see what the go is. Let's give him a ring, eh? Get him on the... Yeah, hello? Hey, what the buzz? Buzz Rothfield, it's Dan Nielsen from What's You in the Castle. How are we, champion? Oh, g'day, Nielsen. If it isn't my favourite Nova Castrian behind Barry Tui, mate. Oh, mate, I um, very gratefully appreciate it. Um, just wanted to see what, what's going on, mate. You've got a couple of minutes to talk. He's told him to call you back. Yeah, mate, I'm just about to open my fifth bottle of red for the Sava. You know, like, I knocked off at 12.30 today, so I'm all ears, mate. What's going on? What's new in the castle? Well, mate, just wanted to get your opinion on last Friday night, I believe. It was the big, like, a semi-final clash bit in the normal yeah. rounds, round 24. South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on their nemesis, the Sydney Roosters, in round 24 of the NRL Telstra Premiership season. Had a bit yep. of an incident of uh, my boy Latrell Mitchell and mm. Joseph Manu, who yeah suffered a bit of a broken jaw, and, broken jaw, and there was a bit of a mishap there. Yeah, mate. I, I hear he's had surgery and that, and he's recovering well, mate. But I, I just I, I can't see Latrell's rationale in doing that to an to another superstar, mate. He's rubbed him out for the year, mate. Now, I I actually gave Latrell a call. I said, mate, you've You've ruined Joey's season, mate. Not why couldn't you use something like that? That aggression on on someone like Josh Dugan, who yeah, someone Dugan. who deserves it, mate. Yeah, oh, Josh Dugan has been ruining my Sharkies for years now, mate. Yeah, right. So you're not a fan of Josh Dugan, um, oh. Do you feel like that type of behaviour shouldn't be done to any player, or you just don't? You're not a fan of mate, Josh. Mate, I tell you what, if my if my if my column didn't have to go to the editor's office, Saint Sinner and Shush, Josh Dugan would be the sinner every week, mate. Yeah, right. So it's just Josh Dugan. There's no one else from the Sharks that you. Nah, mate. My sh- I love my Sharkies. We know mate. that, Buzz. Um, anyway, mate, the pies and sausage rolls are arrived. I've got to go, mate. I'll let you go. All righty, mate. Take care, mate. Right. It was Buzz Rothfield. What do you think of that, Campbell? 
Yeah, I fuck. I couldn't get a word, and you'd like to have an outstanding conversation. Yeah, no. Th- thanks for that for what's the buzz, and uh, we'll see what he's on to next week. Now, moving on to our next one, Campbell. So, one of my favourite segments from the old school footy show growing up. Are you a fan of the footy show? Yeah, absolutely, oh, mate. Oh, mate. But, um, one of the best segments that we're going to bring back to life on What's New in the Castle. It's Alive or Gone. Alive? Give us your best gone. Alive or Gone. Gone. So... Uh, Campbell, so basically, you want to explain the rules? It's pretty simple, I yeah, guess. Yeah, mate. I'm just going to list off various uh, personnel within our within our world, and uh, you're world just going to tell me whether they're alive or gone. I feel like that's a pretty self-explanatory to explain. Well, do you want to kick us off with number one? Yeah, mate. Number one, uh, pretty pretty prominent TV personality, Bert Newton. No, he's, he al- alive he's, he's alive. I know he's got a leg amputated or something. <laughs> he is alive. Yeah, he's alive. They tried to get him. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's why I need the, the ding sound. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. put that in. Yeah, edit yeah, so, that in, but, but yeah. He's, 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 Missing a leg or something now. Yes, he's uh, just coming off a below-the-knee leg amputation. Hey, 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 he should have got that done years ago. (laughs) Jesus. Moving on, uh, I've got American actress Betty White. She's alive. She is alive. You're confident about that? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, you've done well there. Yeah, she's alive. Big girl's pulling up the... She's going to raise the bat for 100 on the 17th of Jan. Is she that whole? Yeah. I thought she was only like... 70, 80. Oh, no. No, right. Yeah, but she'd, she's alive. Yeah. 70, 80. I feel like they'd, they'd be make more of news if she um, carked it. So she's yeah. definitely alive. Yeah. Um, moving on, I've got uh, former James Bond, Sean Connery. Now he's gone. They got him. Yeah, he's gone. They got him uh, this year, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what it was, but uh, out of the Untouchables, he was one of the um, he was one of the he was one of the best James Bonds, I reckon. Yeah, one of the reckon? OGs. Put him on the map. Uh, we'll move We're going alright, it's three from three Yeah it is, uh, moving on a little bit closer to home um, Mining magnate and former owner of the Newcastle Knights Nathan Tinkler <laughs> He's alive, he's you alive reckon? He's reckon? He, I don't know if um, well, he, has, he, has anyone found him? <laughs> is, he, he, <laughs> is he alive or gone? I don't know he's... Well listen, he's alive but let me tell you They should have got him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Nathan Tinkler Yeah so That's four from four Mate this game Piece of piss Alright moving on uh, This is a l- Getting a little bit tighter uh, I've got Former Former New South Wales Rugby League Referee Barry The Grasshopper Gomosal No he's gone How did They got him How, oh, he's, he's gone I How know, did you know that oh, Mate I used to be a referee, right? And at the, the general meetings and stuff, they used to talk about all these ex-referees and greats <laughs> and stuff like that all the time. So, no, he's definitely gone. Yeah, they did get him. They got him in uh, 07. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have been refereeing not long after that. So, yeah. I think they used to refer to him as, I don't know. Next up. Talking uh, shit out of me ass again. Uh, avid Bush Ranger, Malcolm Naden. No, he's a he's a oh no, did he die recently? <laughs> I'm gonna say alive. Yes, he's alive. Is he? Yeah, he's still he's alive. alive incarceration, and uh, he, he probably doesn't want to be alive because he's he's alive at 47 years 
Serving life plus 40. Is he only 47? He's 47, but he's serving life plus 40. Yeah, he's had a tough life, old fucking. Oh. Jesus. What a man. What's that, six from six? I think so, yeah. You're doing well. Maybe I should have I should have just thrown in some people you just didn't even know. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have been very interesting for the listeners. It probably still isn't very interesting. Back to the, back to the TV personalities. Kerry Ann Kennelly. Uh, no, well, because I was doing a filming with The 100 today, guess who one of the special guests was? Fuck off. Kerry Ann Kennelly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, I don't know if I got a photo. You are shitting me. No, swear to God, man. So, where are we? That is absolute truth. No, nah, but you'll see it on TV in the next few weeks. But she was definitely, well, she's well on alive and she's looking pretty good, though, Kez. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I don't know if she, what, what her relationship status is at the moment, but um, Kerry Ann, if you're out there, give, give us a ring on what's new in the castle. <laughs> yeah, maybe she will. And uh, last but not least, I've got Stephen Hawking. Oh, no, he's gone. They gone? Yeah. But they tried to get him for many Recently, years but too. Recently? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2018 it was, in Oh, fact. so not very oh, similar. Yes, I am Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I, don't know if I, put that in. I don't know if I should put that in. Oh, fucking who cares? Oh, um, that's, was that 9 or 10? Well, oh, yeah, I don't know how many, but you got 100%. Mate, this, mate you got to think outside the box. you got any more just quietly up there? But... Yeah, I do actually have one yeah. last one. Well, this is going for 10 from 10. All right. For 10 from 10, for 100%. Uh, is... Vern Troyer. Do you know who that is? No. You don't know who that is? No. Nah. Alright, it's Mini-Me. Oh, no, he's gone. <laughs> Have he, they got him? Yeah, this year. No, it wasn't this Last year. year. No, it was a couple of years ago. It was ago. recently. It was a couple of years ago. So I'm going to bring it back to 97%. Cause you, Mate, that is why that, that is why I am the king, ladies and gentlemen. Big Dan of What's New in the Castle. 10 from 10 or alive or gone. We'll bring that back, but I'm going to host it next time and try and see if you can break that record. I feel like you're going to make it so much harder for me. Oh, mate, it'd be rude not to. But uh, yeah, there you go, guys. Alive or gone? Let us know if you like that little segment. I thought it was a nice little quick one. We'll uh, have a quick break. What's new in the castle? Oh, mate, that's that. What's new in the castle? That's tragic. I tell you what else is absolutely tragic. Oh, here we go. So last weekend... Mate, the NRL is full of scandals. I like I I'm a sucker for a scandal. Like I see a scandal and I love it. And that's probably and why when, rugby league is the greatest game of all. And to quote uh, our man NRL roast, the roasty man, um, this is not what I had in mind when I read the headline NRL porn scandal. <laughs> P A W N Porn Scandal, yes. Porn scandal. Mate, Lachlan Lewis, he's so allegedly. Uh, allegedly. So basically, the NRL is, could you say, donated or gifted, oh, yeah, each, gifted each club? Yeah, they've gifted them a like, speaker system which worth three hundred bucks, right? Which is, which is pretty good considering like they're all in lockdown and that up on the sunny coast and the southeast. Yeah. Coast, so yeah. they're giving them a big boombox speaker thing. So bit of entertainment. The NRL players can let their hair down inside the sheds or on the bus, play a bit of music, as yeah. you know, Brian Toto and Jerome Lua, you might have seen them at State of Origin do and, it. And obviously the Doggies haven't won since late May, so their speaker's not getting used very often after wins. Well, 
maybe that's why the NRL's given it for him for a bit of a uh, heads up, bit of a come on guys, lift your heads up. Like oh, maybe mate, a bit stink. of um, genuine pony for Trent Barrett to get the kid off. Mate, they stink, eh? What, Trent Barrett? The dogs. Oh, I'm talking about what about Trent Barrett's rig, mate? Oh, yeah, the Bazman, he's uh he's found the secret to anti aging. Oh, hundred percent. Surely. I'm just saying maybe the NRL have don't know this speaker to the Bulldogs. They go and go like, guys, a bit of Led Zeppelin cashmere. Uh, get your heads up. Get on the training paddy. Let's fucking lift this intensely and let's win some games. And I think, I think actually because the dogs fucking suck so much, the NRL bought the top of the line speaker, whereas every other club just got a UE Boom. UE Boom. Not bad UE Boom. If um, UE Boom want to sponsor the show. Uh, yeah, it, I had mine stolen recently, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Well, Lachlan Lewis is allegedly... He's got this speaker that was donated by the Nash- National Rugby League, and he's chucked up the old eBay for three hundred bucks. Yeah. And um, I don't, I, I don't know what else he can buy for three hundred bucks. But the end of the season's coming up, and um, <laughs> Mad Monday's occurring, and um, I'm put, trying to put two and two together right now. But um, he's like, honestly, when, when I heard this, I was just like. Surely not. Like some of the scandals the NRLs had over the years, decades, yeah, the whole century, yeah. the whole bloody. Don't hun- you, do, no, you just look at Lock and Lewis and you're just like, oh, you're a slime ball, dude. But like, we got the judo throw in the other week. Oh my as, god! As um, case in point, like he's what he saves up Cody Walker and then he's fucking judo throws into the crease. Yeah, he's obviously got no striking power. He's all ground. Take him to the ground, mate. He's lucky, old Cody. The casino kickboxer didn't just whip out a couple of fly <laughs> kicks to the head. Old country head kick. <laughs> yeah. How good was that? Uh, chin up the Beatles, sweet chin music. Speaking of NRL scandals, I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> speaking of uh, yeah, NRL scandals. Remember Cody had one back in that might have been 2018 or something. Yeah, I think it was from the previous year, but come like a year late, he'd yeah. protect kicking his cousin or protecting his cousin or something like that. Nothing but respect. Yeah, nothing but respect. But um, <laughs> so he's chucked this speaker on eBay. This is old Lachlan Lewis. Um, like honestly, he's got himself into a fair bit of froth and bubble. But when you're on that, I don't. Look, the minimum wage in the NRL is like I ninety grand, eighty grand, one twenty. Oh, is it? Maybe more now. So. Twice the average wage for an Australian citizen, yeah. Or, or yeah, somebody who's born here who's working full time. Um, I like, more than what we get paid for this podcast for the Novacastrians out there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors. And um, mate, when I looked at it, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like, what is going through that judo throwing salesman's head? He's a moron. Hundred percent. I think uh, he's got rocks in his head. Does he have rocks in his head or... I think he's got rocks in his head or a, or a dick for a brain. What do you reckon Uncle Wally Lewis, the king? What do you reckon when he saw his nephew, he's gone... Oh, I don't or know. even just He think, was probably too busy filming Manshake Ash. Think... I look like a king and I feel like a king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine Trent Barrett oh. or Phil Gould. He's like, oh, we've got a... The, 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 uh, the, the club man, uh, media manager's coming. Oh, Gus... Gus and Trent, I'll just have a quick meeting with you. Oh, need, yeah. We need a statement. Yeah, um, so, basically, what's happened is the NRL's donated. I know speakers. what Gussie would have... No, 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, that's no. that's what I was getting at. Um, yeah, Lachlan Lewis, he's kind of just, like, put, stolen these speakers. Oh, from my the... God. Anyway, that's Moving got, on. It's, it's what's got me talking of some of the greatest rugby league NRL scandals. Greatest or ungreatest? Yeah, see, I'm going to... 
so when I say grow this, that's why I don't want to offend anyone. I'm, I'm going to stay away from the, the, obviously, the cases where someone's been attacked or prosecuted prosecuted or damaged or it's assaulted. Just dumb, shit. just dumb shit because we do not support that at all. And if we did, we shouldn't be recording a podcast at all. And um, like I said, this is all for the good of the fun. This is not about people assaulting each other or harassment or that. But I'm going to get a couple up right now. The first one, I'm going to go to, me, to our man. He, he actually paid for the nights. Uh, one second. We're going to go to our man who played for the mighty Newcastle Knights. It's Craig Gower. Gowie. Have you heard of the Craig Gower scan- scandal? I've heard of a yarn in one of the... This is completely non-related, but I've heard of a yarn that on one of the kangaroo tours, Willie Mason has told this yarn, that he just adopted a pet iguana in Ibiza. Yes, yes, I heard and that. And just kept it for the rest of the tour. <laughs> what a unit. See, that is... Classic rugby league but, behavior. But what's this scandal that you've got? Righto. So, in 2005, December, Gale was fired as Penrith's captain. So, they won the comp in 03. Correct. So, 2005, after incidents at a charity golf event, <laughs> where he argued with several guests. <laughs> and then, I'm not going to explain what he did to a former NRL player, or sorry, a current NRL player's sister. But he ended up chasing this player with a, with a bottle of vodka before vomiting on him. He straight nude around the resort, stole and crashed a golf cart, <laughs> held a butter knife to the throat of a Sydney radio radio personality. Hopefully be- it was Jackie O. <laughs> <laughs> before throwing it at resort guests and engaged in the ball brawl with resort security before <laughs> being ejected from the official function and being detained by police. How have I not heard this? He was handed a, handled a final warning by the NRL <laughs> for 100 grand with 90 grand to be paid to the an NRL program encouraging the responsible use of league players and ten like, sorry the responsible use of alcohol by league players and ten thousand dollars to replace the destroyed golf car. Oh, Gower was deeply unhappy that the Panthers did not defend his reputation and at one stage <laughs> threatened to walk away from the club. Mate, and, I don't think you need to worry about walking away from the club. The club's going to shut the door on your chair. And that didn't start there. Allegedly, a couple of fights at the King's Cross, as usual. Yeah, what's new? Yeah, a couple of uh, more brawls. Anyway, what's what, you got another customer here on this segment? Yeah, I'm going to take... Thanks to the, Wikipedia for that article, yeah, That was too. great. Next one on the list, next, Mark Gaznia. Next, next cab off the rank, would you say? <laughs> next next crash golf cart on the golf cart on the rank. Mark Gaznia, one of the sexiest men of rugby league, but uh, sexiest months. State of Origin Camp 2004, I believe. Um, Blues were Chief Executive street. Jeff Carr stormed into the Blues Hostel at Coogee and summoned Mark Gaznia to be here before him. The Blues Centre was asked to explain an obscene voice message which had been left on a Sydney woman's mobile at 3.41am on a Wednesday. So this is the week before Origin. and This is uh, probably their first night in Cairns. The bonding sesh. Yeah, exactly. So the offensive call had allegedly been made from the back seat of Taxi and New South Wales winger Anthony Minichillo's mobile phone. And this chick was apparently in the like the crew for the team. Yeah. And like I said, we don't condone any of this, but we're just reading the facts out. It <laughs> came about at the same time the bonding session was spitting rapidly out of control. He's quite a That's enough from old gas. <laughs> well, I might even have to edit that whole one out because that is just <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Another one which ended up 
he ended up losing his career out of. You can't go past the old Todd Carney bubbler. Oh, yeah. Notable. What? Notable. It's like, been... nobody's watching anyway. But, um, yeah, like, you can't go past that. Like, and I, I feel sorry for him because everywhere he goes to the toilets, people would be like, oh, give oh, us a yeah, bubbler. So, yeah. um, but... He did it to himself. Like Gessel was pretty harsh to get him sacked from the game, but he obviously had a couple of other yeah. allegations put against him. But um, that was one that I'll always remember. He's uh, a wild man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll wrap it up on old Todd. Leave him alone. I hope he's doing well out there. He's a big listener. No, he is. I think he was captain coach of the Byron Bay Devils or something. Yeah, like, I think he was whenever they Married like, or engaged now. So to good. that maths chick, eh? Yeah, yeah, Susie, something. Yeah, yeah Susie, yeah. 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 Uh, I hope they're doing well. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, moving on, who's who, who's your next uh, uh, scandal? This one was probably one that I <clears throat> remember quite hard. Is the Melbourne Storm salary cap scandal in uh, two thousand and ten? Man, this is huge. This was one of the ga- This is probably the biggest. Like, I think it still is. You could say scandal, or because <clears throat> it's actually it's a scandal where it's actually. Damaging the game of rugby league instead of blokes just fucking trying to harm themselves. This rocked the league. Two Absolutely. Pre- two premierships stolen. And it wasn't because teams have, teams and clubs have been fined for being tens of thousands of dollars over the salary cap. And docked points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Storm like over a million dollars over the salary cap or I think, something. Yeah, I don't know what the actual figures were, but there's a case, there's a case to argue that without doing that so say they were doing that from what 2006 to 2010 when they got yes correct yeah like the club yes they'd already won a premiership in 1999 but that the club's still definitely in its formative years like that that success of that period like could could arguably still be fueling them today like they built their foundations you could argue on that that gun run. Yeah, 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 exactly. They were in four, they were in four grand finals in a row, oh, yeah. No. One, oh, two of them. Yeah. Oh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, they were two. Like, oh, no, not ten. Because they... Yeah, Dragons, um, Roosters. Yeah. Oh, six, seven, eight, oh, nine. Six, Broncos, that is four. Oh, seven was Manly. Oh, eight was Manly. Oh, nine... Eels. Eels. Yeah, it was, they were they in four in a row. So, oh, like, no, okay, I know. And it's like, it sucks <laughs> because I... Like, I, I, I used to hate Melbourne and I, and I like Melbourne now because of the players that play for them and I feel like oh, yeah. they're very g- great with like the way they promote the game etc like that I can appreciate the fact that they're a great rugby league establishment but, but, like, but if, if your side is built on like you you imagine if say say now when this Brisbane team comes in they just cheat for the first four years get every good player in the league like whether they're getting paid over the salary cap or not, they like those gun players are in going to get in there and establish a really good culture. Well, that's the thing with the Storm; they they got stripped their two premierships. But saying that, Brett Finch quote like they can take the premierships away from us from the history books, but I'll have those moments forever, and I'll still wear this ring, and I'm still going to call myself. Yeah, they a can take away the two premierships, and but the, they can't and, take away the two contracts. And end of the day, the two, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But 2010, they got stripped of all their points, and they were playing for no points each week. Yeah. I'm looking at that now. That's not much of a penalty. I reckon, like, they got off Scott's free. They're probably... They got off Campbell um, Scott's free. I've heard uh, Craig Bellamy say that... uh, Well, prior to last year, this interview was that the 2012 Premiership was actually, like, one that he held probably closest to his heart because of the whole scandal and that. And he said that that scandal just galvanised him and made him better. 
Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. And you know, been... let, uh, psh, we should we should really leave this topic alone from now on. <laughs> What's that? The scandal one? It gets no this this whole storm. There's a fire firing you up. A fires bit. me up a bit. No, that's what I mean. Like. If they only got stripped of the points of the one year, the next year, like they think they got rid of Greg Inglis or something, which he was on the outer anyway, yeah. and they kept their kept their best players. And yeah. yeah, moving on, the next one, another big scandal, which I feel like there was not much punishment as well because most yeah, of the, most of the suspensions were backdated nine months, and they only got like a three month thing. It was the Asada scandal with the Canola oh, Sharks. Yeah, yeah. What was the doctor's name? Doctor um, Stephen Dank. Stephen Dank. That's right. What and a name for a shady. So character. what what it was, it was they'll just take in um like human growth hormones or peptides for faster recovery or something with injuries. So people are doing their ACL, which is like a nine month injury, and they'll return them within four to six months. Robots. Yeah. Um that was a massive scandal at its time as well. Right? Like that was massive investigation. And then yeah, remember like all the plays, they only got like yeah, three months suspension, but nine months of it before that was backdated. So they were still playing, and they weren't going to make the finals that year anyway. So they got off pretty lightly there too. And then whatever year, what year was that? That was twenty twelve. And then four years later, they win a comp. 2014. 2014. Oh, 20, I don't know. Yeah, yeah they did because yeah. they, they got the wooden spoon in twenty fifteen. But they were also over the salary cap in twenty fifteen and two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> But apparently, oh, the yeah, reason yeah, why yeah. the 2016 team has kept their premiership is because the day they ran out with the, the field they ran out with on the field in the, the 2016 team. Grand Final, that team on paper was under the salary cap for a 17 man roster or 18 man roster. That was the rule. So that's why they didn't right. strip it from them. So obviously, Shane Flanagan's been sending a few dodgy emails to get there again as well. And then, yeah, so, yeah. What was Shane Flanagan? Do you know what happened to him? What, what was his big controversy? That he's still serving a suspension. Well, he, he was suspended through Asada, right? Uh, and he wasn't allowed to coach because I feel like he was like 12 months away from the game. He, I think he was longer than the players. And anyway, he wasn't allowed to be in contact with any players or the club or anything mm. but he was sending emails and sending messages and they found him so he crashed his computer and and I think there were a couple of rude emails yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah that's probably some big rugby league moments or scandals over the year like I said I'll probably have to edit a couple of the swear words now out there yeah, it's actually not very nice it. it's probably not very nice to talk about some of those things but like I said Mate, their reputation's already been tarnished. <laughs> no, well, let's talk about some positives. We've got semi-final footy coming up next week. It's the yeah. final eight games. So tell you what another benching <laughs> on the NRL was. The final competition game on Sunday afternoon this week mm. is the Bulldogs versus Tigers to close around 25 out. The Dunce Cap Cup. Why in the world would you put the oh. Tigers and the Bulldogs on a Sunday afternoon game, probably one of the most televised games of the year, and they play them. Like what? Like one? Like the three teams battling for the top eight. Why couldn't you put that on the Sunday? I tell you what. Just tell the boys to get silly Sunday started early, and um, just chuck on a couple of episodes of Tales of Tiger Town. <laughs> Have you watched it? I've watched the first episode. You remind me of the, the club owner, the guy with the hair, <laughs> Justin Pascoe. Mate, I'm gonna put. A... I saw a photo of him yesterday. He looks like Hitler. Mate, I'm going to put a photo up. We'll do a poll this week. What's his name again? Justin Pascoe. Does Campbell Scott and Justin Pascoe look (laughs) exactly the same? We'll get a photo up. Not at all. The man looks like Adolf Hitler. Mate, I'm telling you, with the haircut, with the little blonde streaks, it reminds (laughs) me of that filthy thing hanging from the back of your neck. (laughs) Um, But 
Mate, yeah. you've, actually, speaking of to- tales of Tiger Town, is there a sporting... Oh, no, you don't have to keep it rugby league. Mm. Is there a sporting moment you'd like to go back in time whether they would do a massive documentary on it? Like, just thinking oh, off the I've, top I've, of your head. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but... Because I, 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 watching your videos on your brother's James Co. Instagram page of his clothing business. Oh, and yeah. It's got that athletics capsule or something coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. athleisure capsule. Yeah, yeah. and um, I saw some of the, like, the 90s videos. Basketball. And, and Kathy Freeman. Muhammad Ma- Ali. Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I'm just trying to think. <coughs> obviously, in the 97 grand final would stand out of... Um, like, that'd be a very good documentary to watch. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of something else that would be unreal to watch. I can... Uh, Oh, just one that came to mind was, um, I don't know who actually put it together, but it was a lot of footage and it went through the Cowboys season the year they won that grand final. 2015. Yeah, and um, and like obviously built up to the game and just the the amount of controversy in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just awesome to watch it. Yeah. that And just the, like Jonathan Thurston, yeah, he won one with the Bulldogs, but... Um, yeah, a bit of a fairy tale. Also, another one was the... the the tw- 2014 when the Rabbitohs won their first grand final in over 40 years. Yeah. Like following like Adam Reynolds, like young Adam Reynolds, you got Sam Burgess yeah. with the broken um, broken cheekbone. Ben Teo. But even following the Bulldogs and the other team like the Morris boys, James Graham, Des Hasler, the, the coach. But um, yeah. Uh, well, mate. Oh. Yeah, go on. And we've also got to do our What's New in the Castle local shout out this week. And Campbell, you um you got a special guest on the phone for us, ready to rock and roll. Baby. Yeah, mate, it's Buzz Roth. Oh, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not Buzz Roth. Mate, I'm, I'm sure they're sick of hearing what the buzz is this week. <laughs> no, our local shout out uh, this week is an uh, unshameable plug for my brother's business, Brody. Uh, he's the owner and operator of Freezing Hot CrossFit. And they they he bought the gym last year, actually... And had it open for three weeks, then it was closed for 11. And then I think it was probably open for about three, 11 months. And now he's been closed for how many weeks now, bro? I think we've been open for, well, sorry, closed for about 20% of the uh, entire time I've owned the business. So it's certainly a baptism of fire. But Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're rolling with the punches and getting the job done. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I, I can remember, I don't know, I can remember speaking to someone when you first bought the business and it was shut after three weeks and I, I said to someone, I said, people are probably of the opinion that Brody, because I remember you took the took the gym 100% online and distributed all the gear, but basically moments after you sort of opened the joint and I remember saying to someone that people would have the thought that you're only doing that at this stage because it's so, so young in your sort of business career and you had all the energy in that and... and I actually thought, and I was—I said to whoever I was talking to that, nah, that, that's the kind of energy that Brody will bring for the for the hundred percent of the time that he owns that business, and it's great to see. So, um, tell us uh, how you've adapted in this recent lockdown, mate. Yeah, so we are just doing everything online now. All the all the classes and same timetable as before, which works out really well for um, people. I think more. Um, when, when people are in this lockdown, one of the things that they're telling people to do is stay in routines and us having the same classes that we've always had not only allows like our members to stay in routine, but I think for a couple of the new people that we sort of picked up, um, even through lockdown, we've got a, like a handful of people from Sydney and, and other places just jumping in online purely because we are, um, and it just gives them that routine to 
think, okay, that's the time I'm going to be going to the gym. And the gym might be either in my backyard or it might be my lounge room, but at least it's given them that routine of, uh, of training as well. Yeah, 100%. How's the rig looking anyway? Oh, mine, it's better than Campbell's anyway. But bit of a letdown, you, uh, you thought you were... Like he's got me covered for rigs, so. Yeah, well, I was going to say, is there anything you can do to help me out? What's, what's your best advice for me? Jump on one of the online classes. <laughs> Mate, I would love to see you on one of the online classes. That would make, make my week. Hey, I'll um, just jump in there. I'll just jump in there. Um, something like, it's, it, for some of the punters, like someone who isn't ready to jump straight into CrossFit, you do have that other alternative. So um, why don't you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so we've got the um, the boot camps as well, and I really like them. It's kind of, it can sort of be that stepping stone in between. I don't know whether I'm ready to, to take on like a CrossFit class yet. Still, like, or I think a, membership? a lot of people still get in, intimidated by that. Yeah, or you'll jump into a membership. Um, but then the boot camps can also be something like, um, like you'd know, for, for example, coming along to those and. It's um, basically you can sort of set yourself on fire and go as hard as you want. So it's one of those um, one of those programs where it's sort of really adaptable to where you're at. You can go um, 100 mile an hour or sort of cruise along at your pace. And online's even better with that. Like everyone sort of um, might have their own gear or they might borrow a bit of gear off us as well. Um, but yeah, jump in at your level and, and make it as hard or as um, or as cruisy as you need to be. We've um, had like a, a whole heap of new people just jump in with us online so as much as it sucks to be out of the gym it's good to see um like just some new faces in there people who thought you know what i don't really like consider myself the type that goes to the gym but yeah. i know i probably need to do like a little bit of training um yeah the boot camp is like perfect for that and lastly what can you do for our listeners man i am gonna do something very special for your <laughs> listeners uh, um, I, I actually, yeah, I'd love to have like um, you guys and, and anyone who listens to the podcast come and jump into a class. Um, if they're keen, and, and, and you boys as well, if you're keen to come along and um, and do a session online, um, yeah, just message our, our Facebook page or our Instagram page. Um, we're Freezing Hot CrossFit on both of those. Yeah. Just send us a message and, um, yeah, I'll get you booked in for a session and, uh, yeah, we'll look after you on the first one. Well, you heard that, everyone. The, uh, send them a message on Instagram or Facebook and uh, say that you're a listener of the self-proclaimed best listener, the Hunter and along the coast, what's new on the castle, and the boys, they'll sort you out there. Beautiful. Bloody oath. We would love that. Love to get um, a couple of people in. And um, even if it's just that, like, people just want something different to do. So if they're sick of doing the same... Um, 5k walk that they do every day then um, jumping into a boot camp session is the thing to break it up and um, yeah I, I think uh, they'll enjoy it sweet ass awesome mate no I very appreciate the, the time you've given us and uh, yeah wish you all the best anyway thanks for the shout out boys thanks for having me cheers mate well, there you go. There's a bit of a local shout-out this week. It was pretty good. Yeah, and fucking hell. You, you think I can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles? What about that bloke? <laughs> mate, two negatives on the phone at once. You and your brother <laughs> makes a positive, mate. But no, definitely send him a message. I might even have to jump in because my rig is looking atrocious at the moment and I need all the help I can get but um, if you've got nothing else to say, Campbell, I might finish this off this podcast this week with a, with a little saying. Yeah, right. I might throw a little tip in there at the end too. Yeah, so Here you go. Life is too short to be serious all the time. So if you can't laugh at yourself, 
Call me and I'll laugh at you. Oh, fucking hell. That is ordinary. And I can see, people, that he's reading that from a quote on Google. And the picture is a couple of despicable me minions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my tip of the week is uh, get out to all good bookstores and go and buy Mario Fennec's bestseller, What's Doing? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah.